Want to get to your calls in a moment. Uh, your thoughts about Kevin Rinke and his uh, proposal to do away with the Michigan's income tax, maybe bring some of those snowbirds back here, let them pay tax. Most of them consider themselves Michigan residents anyway. Uh, and they, uh, and you know, they, they're just trying in retirement, many of them, to save a little money. Wouldn't it be nice to be able to bring them back and uh, to pay property taxes and to support uh, things in other ways? In the meantime, uh, former governor and U.S. Secretary of Energy Jennifer Granholm in the state, uh, two big things that were happening here. One was to dedicate this new uh, heavy ion isotope beam uh, accelerator. This I'm not smart enough to understand what it's going to do, but it it's subatomic particles, so it's really tiny, tiny things. But a big, big price tag and potentially big, big research mm-hmm. that could be coming with it. Uh, but she also had something, uh, doled out some grants here, which could be uh, job creators for uh, for Michiganders. And uh, WJR Senior News Analyst Lloyd Jackson is here with that part of the story. Well, as you said, the uh, former governor and U.S. Secretary uh, Jennifer Granholm back in Michigan today, along with many of uh, other elected officials, she was in East Lansing this morning to cut a green ribbon at Michigan State University's facility for rare isotope beams after some 20 years uh, of work on this. This facility known as FRIB, is anchored by a 400-kilowatt linear accelerator that scientists hope will lead to groundbreaking discoveries in nuclear physics. Now, how it works, Guy, I'm going to try to explain this here now. It's, uh, it, it's by shooting a particle beam at a target nucleus of an atomic element. When those two collide, the beam creates rare variations of that element, isotopes, which have far-ranging implications on medicine, astronomy, homeland security, other fields. Frib Lab Director Thomas Glassmacher joined uh, the former governor at the ribbon cutting, along with the current governor, Gretchen Whitmer. Senators Gary Peters and Debbie Stabenow were there as well, and Representatives Tim Wahlberg, Alyssa Slotkin, and Brenda Lawrence. Now, the $730 million facility is certified by the U.S. Department of Energy as an Energy Office of Science user facility, meaning... It has reached a level of completion where scientific research can now start. Now, this afternoon, uh, the former governor took a trip down 96 to Detroit's Focus Hope, where she announced $3 billion in grants from the Biden administration's bipartisan infrastructure law to spur U.S. expansion of high-capacity battery manufacturing and raw material sources and recycling for those batteries. Now, she said, positioning the United States... Front and center in meeting the growing demand for advanced batteries is how we boost our competitiveness and electrify our transportation system. She added that President Biden's historic investment in battery production and recycling will give our domestic supply chain the jolt it needs to become more secure and less reliant on other nations, strengthening our clean energy economy, creating good-paying jobs, and decarbonizing the transportation sector. Now, before Energy Secretary Granholm came to Michigan today, she testified yesterday before the U.S. House Energy and Commerce Committee. She was pretty mum uh, guy uh, when she was questioned about uh, <laughs> how she felt about the future of the Line 5 uh, pipeline under the Straits of Mackinac. She said there's ongoing federal litigation over the pipeline's future, and she said she didn't want to get in front blah. of the governor blah, and blah. President Joe Biden. <laughs> she, she is the energy secretary, though. You and this you isn't an for... energy issue. We yes. have energy supply issues. We have Russian oil and natural gas and other uh, petroleum-based distillates that we don't want to have Europe buying anymore. That's we right. want to be able to traffic in these things and market them. And for that, you need a pipeline. 
<laughs> yeah, but, so we got a couple of lawsuits that are currently pending in federal court over the future of Line 5. One uh, from the state seeking a court order mandating the pipeline's closure. The other from Enbridge seeking a federal court ruling that the pipeline is under federal purview and not subject to a Michigan shutdown order. Now, How about just explaining to us why the heck you're against something that will put this several hundred feet below this the, the lake bed mm-hmm. safely create jobs, and also give us a secure energy supply for decades to come. Tell us why that is such a problem for you. And she, now, having said that, let me, while I give her an onion, let me also give her a rose, and that is that she was governor back in 2008 when they landed the grant for this isotope project up at Michigan State, which Mm -hmm. is the largest of its kind. Yes. It's a huge feather in the cap for an important university in our university research corridor. So, Kudos for her to planting that seed. Yes. And now she has seen what it's grown, and it's really something that's going to be great for the state. Well, we just need to know what's going to happen with line five. That, that too. You brought back the onion. I, I, was, I, I was trying to bring it. Get, and, and, <laughs> you know, and you know what the else? The onion stinks more, you know. Do you know what else this conversation says in, in, in so many ways? That there was a reason that you and I went into journalism and not science. That's right. <laughs> as, we, as we try to figure it, to Decipher try to tell folks stuff. what the heck those rare isotopes are going to do for us. <laughs> Lloyd, uh, thanks so much. Thank I think you, guys. I, I, I'd like to think we chose the right profession. <laughs>